Blog Talk Radio. Sorry, can you hear me better now? A little bit better, a little bit better. No, that's not better. That's better. That's better. It's that's fine. better. Thank you. That's better. Okay. Thank you. Let me get comfortable and lean up against the wall and lift my left leg and 
make sure I can be heard. Yeah. What's going on, Lady Whatever Whatever works, you need a new song. That's us. That's us and Maj Nim. Nim. That's two of us. Nim. Yes. Nim. Nim. That was the two of you are Nim. Tonight. And we had a debate on what the N stood for, and then the E-M was definitely for Imaj, first two letters in Imaj. But what that N stood for, that was difficult. There are so many things that N could stand for. No comment? Okay, fine. I have nothing. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. So since tonight... um, I wanted to do um, kind of a community moment. You know, I, I needed that. I needed just some uh, unity and some uplifting of our community. So this evening is kind of dedicated to we're going to have a little discussion about us, and then hopefully I'll get some um, businesses that are um, black-owned who kind of call it and, and let us know what it is that you offer and where we can find you, how we can support each other. Because what I want to talk about is the economics in our culture, in our black race, in our African-American community, however you coin it. I want to talk about how um, it is affected and, and why and maybe some things that can strengthen it or make us, a, I don't want to say a threat, but that would be nice too. Um, but that would kind of increase um, our purchasing power, our, our not purchasing power necessarily outside of our community, but within our in our own businesses. So that's what I want to do for the first part of the show. You know, he gets out with the people. So I know you have something you want to say. But I want to start, I want to put this fact on the table, and then I want to talk. So here, here's a fact. One point one trillion dollars we have in the African American community in buying power. That's how much we spend. But less than three percent of that comes back into our community, whether that's in our own businesses who we, you know, purchase from, or in the companies that actually do things in our community, do business with us or, or give back to our community. Less than three percent of that. That's shocking. Why is it shocking? You don't think that's shocking compared to I'm not saying I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just asking you why do you think it's shocking? I think it's shocking when you look at how much we spend versus how much we spend within our community. And I know they have this um they have this statistic that kind of been challenged right now about how long a dollar is in a community and they're saying right. um I mean how that dollar bounces around before it leaves. Right. Yeah. And they were saying like the Asian community has twenty eight days with this dollar that it floats around the community. The Jewish community has like nineteen days. And ours now this is where they start to kinda of go, I don't know. Because Rosa Martin said it was like six hours that our dollar lasted in our community. But we know that it's not quite as long as either the Asian dollar, the Jewish dollar, anybody else's dollar. That's scary. 
I mean, yes, that is definitely scary. It, it, it definitely is. But there's there's some mitigating things to that. Um, but yes, it needs to stay in our community more. One, we need more businesses to to, and not just more businesses, but we need to support those that we do have. And and also, there's a, for lack of a better term, black market. So we may know there's a Chinese liquor store, but we may go to the underground bootlegger who's a black dude, but you can't count that staying in your community. We may know that there's a, um Arab chicken spot, but we'll go to Miss Hattie that sells, you know what I'm saying, the fish sandwiches. You can't count that. You see what I'm saying? So there's like an underground economy that we have um, that can't be counted in that. That's not really, you know, reflecting the numbers accurately, in my opinion. But, yeah, we definitely got to do better, most definitely. Okay, so when we when we look at that, when we look at what you just said, you kind of answered the question I'm going to, but I think there's some more discussion to be had on it. Why is it that we look outside of our community to um, – to spend our money. I mean, that that goes back to when I asked the question of surprise and why you surprised. Just because we've been manipulated, we've been trained, we've been domesticated to think that way. We've we've been told subconsciously, genetically, well, not maybe not genetically, but you know, through the years that. No, go there and spend your money. No, he knows what he's talking about. Oh, don't listen to him. Oh, question him ten times. Oh, just just take his word for it. You know what I mean? Like we've been subconsciously, I don't know why I just hesitated to curse. I was like, no, don't curse, don't curse. Ah. <laughs> we've been subconsciously <laughs> brain Right, I, I, I Never. Right, I, I was like, "Don't curse!" I'm, I was like, "Wait a minute, I am home. I can curse." <laughs> <laughs> you are, home. but you know, you I, I am home. Right there, you go. Yes. Well, at least this is my apartment that I'm renting on a month-to-month basis. <laughs> are you written that? Are you written that from a black person? You already know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Finish your point. Um, what was my point? What was I saying? Pretty much that we're conditioned to take our money outside of our community, pretty much. Oh, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm back on track. So, I mean, if you look at all the years that, that we've been, one, just made to become comfortable spending money outside of our community. When we had our businesses and things of that nature, they were taken away from us. What do you mean it was taken away? I mean that they was redistributed, so now um, um, taxes go up. I mean they was um, all kind of loans were um, uh, 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 reneged on, all kind of uh, loopholes were, were closed up. Um, then you have the, the, the physical taking of businesses where they That's burned the them down, where they Right where they 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 boycotted them, where they, you know the, the the person they was renting from wouldn't renew their lease, or all, all kind of things. So I mean, there's multiple levels of what happened to our businesses. So we've been made comfortable buying from. You think about it, just by default, if a woman wants to go get some hair, 
Where's she going? There's by default, if you want to go get some jewelry, where you going? There's by default, you know what I mean? Certain things, certain certain people we've been made comfortable with. Oh, that's their thing. Nah, man, it ain't their thing. It's commerce. So, you know, we need to do more of that, definitely. And we've been okay. made so to feel that way over the years, so it, it's um, natural. So your first, your first reason, you said we've been taught that that's what you do. Yes, no, I'm making that up. What? He's quiet. Okay, so. But what I did hear you say is comfort was a, a thing. We're comfortable with doing that. Right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. My bad. You was breaking up a little bit. I couldn't really catch you. Oh. Thank you. Got issues over there today. Um, okay. So oh, it's me. It's me. It's me. Okay. No doubt. It's just, usually it is you. Usually, yes, it's you. Okay. So. You said comfort, but do you think there is any type of a stigma with within our community dealing with each other? That that's something that I heard today because I've been looking at this debate uh, online with some people, and um, it was almost like there's a dealing with our community in our community. We choose not to. Working with each other, there's various reasons why maybe we don't support. Do you feel like any of that is? See, I'm assuming yes, right no. now. Oh no, because I'm watching you. I'm watching you right now, and as I'm watching you, I'm listening to you, and I'm saying to myself, it is definitely your side that is messing up the connection. It is all your fault. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that aloud. My bad. Yeah, because I don't think it's my fault. Because you came in breaking up when you first came in, so so hard to find good help these days. Okay, so Imaj, I'm gonna talk to you because you seem like you might have the decision not to to use a board, to use a person's service based on some kind of a experience someone else had or just in general, I don't like to deal with black men when it comes to being a mechanic because X, Y, Z. Have you ever that kind of a determination just before you even tried a company? No. I um I don't determine just because he's black, uh, he's going to give me better service. Um, or if he's white, he's going to give me better service. Um, I depend on how someone else's service may have gone with that person. Um, matter of fact, I have two mechanics. One is white and one is black. Different, they give me different experiences. So it's just how I see how you treat someone. Um, that's how I kind of determine where my money is going to go. Um, so, and I've had bad service from the others, and I've also had bad service from us. So it's, yeah. 
That's how I feel. And your phone is breaking up. Just wanted to let you know other word, and I had to piece all that together. Well, let me say this. I don't know. Maybe I'm breaking up too as I come in. But I heard everything you said in March. Okay, I heard so again, you. I mean, so, so again, we know who fault it is. We're not blaming fault. We're not giving fault. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, just saying, you know, I had to piece together words. But I think that that's what is that what you what you meant by your question. <laughs> I got a half of a laugh. Oh, no. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, because and there's certain places that, like for me, there's not so many. I'm just going to break it down to, like, certain bakeries. Um, our bakeries may not cater to what my need may be. You know, I have a gluten intolerance, so... For me to come to a black-owned bakery, you will need to provide a gluten-free cupcake or a cake or pie. Thanks for kicking me out. Thanks, Blockhouse. I'm sorry I'm back now, but you know Blockhouse does this to me every week, so I got kicked out. I'm back. But thank you for continuing well, to answer the question. <laughs> well, come on back. Come on back in. Come on back in. Oh, okay, so... I missed something, so if I'm making you repeat something, just tell me I already answered it. But during the conversation that or the discussion that was being had today on, on one of the posts, it was almost a sense that um, by any means we should support black business, even if they don't have the best business, even if you get crappy service. Because people talked about the customer service was a big deal. And they were like, well, it's your own, so you should try to go there first. And I'm saying, are we obligated to support businesses that don't have the best uh, customer service or business practices? Do you feel like, well, yeah, still because of black business we should, or definitely not. You should hold them to a, a higher standard. Go ahead, Pam. For me personally, um, being that I am, I work in the industry where I have to deal with people every single day, customer service is very big to me. I don't care where I go. I'm checking your customer service at the door. Um, let's say let's say if I'm shopping and I walk into this establishment and no one that works there acknowledges that I've walked in or I've, I will once around your store and walk out, I will not buy anything. Because... You want to acknowledge your your customer, your client, because they are coming there for a specific reason to spend money. If you don't do that, then how are they to know that they're appreciated? You know, right. you don't even acknowledge the fact that they walked into your establishment. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't care if you're on the phone. You see me walk in, you say, hello, ma'am, welcome to such as, how are you today? I'm fine, right. thank you. Do you need anything? I'm just looking for now. And when I do have, I'm more apt to ask you a question after that while I'm looking. 
So that way, when someone says, when I get back up to the register, who helped you today? I can pinpoint that person helped me today. That person is going to get a piece of this, whatever commission that you all get. But if not, ain't nobody getting nothing from me. That's just me. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm with you. Customer service is big, and, and, and yes, um, whatever place that I spend my money, they have to make me feel like I'm comfortable spending my money. So, yes. But I think we do have some sort of obligation to spend money with a black-owned business if our objective is to have us as a people at a certain place to have us at a certain stratosphere, in a certain stratosphere. You know, we uh, eventually, we just can't have athletes, trainers, um, a doctor here, a lawyer here, you know what I mean, an architect here. We can't have one or two. We have to have multiple. We have to have businesses. We have to have, I mean, we have to be able to build these businesses. So I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, yo, you're not going to tell when somebody made it or when the people have made it. Look and see how many of those buildings right there that are like six, seven, eight-story buildings are owned by others. Then look and see how many, you know, six, seven, eight-story buildings are owned by us. I'm not talking about a storefront. All right, you got a storefront. That's good. I'm 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 not disputing that's a good thing, but... Is your business five, six stories? You know what I mean? Like, that's but that comes from us supporting each other. So I think we do have an obligation if we want that. So um, I go out of my way to, you know, spend my money in my community, whether it's, you know, legal or illegal. Um, I said that out loud? Damn, yes, you did. <laughs> you did. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's recorded. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I really didn't mean that. You, but, you didn't mean that, okay. But I ain't lying. But so, um, so okay, yeah. I'm gonna say. So do you do you take the hookup like from the hookup guys? Like, do you do that? Just go ahead and say it, please. Listen, all I know is that I'm gonna give my dollar to my sister or my brother before I give it to somebody else. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that means yes. I got some things I can sell you. Listen, um, you've sold me enough over the years. <laughs> I've been I mean, sold just talk to me. a bit talk much to me by you. Off of the air. Talk to no, me no, no. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't even want to talk to you now because I'm reliving some of the things that you've sold me. How about that? What? I mean, what was I in life? I just. I mean, I was just trying to make his life a little bit simpler. I didn't really sell him nothing that he didn't. Actually, can't come here looking for it. He was asking for it. I sold him to it. I, I wasn't asking for nothing to have to do with elephant baby mamas. Nice thing I wow. know. I was trying to help you be part of the community. You wanted to do community efforts and help out, and I found someone who was doing it in your area, and I connected you. That's called networking. You really, you soft a little bit. You're a little bit soft a little bit. You know, You're feeling yourself right now, ain't you? You're feeling yourself? Oh, my God. Did I help him out, Imaj, or what? You didn't answer my question. Oh, what did you say? I'm sorry, I missed it. You're feeling yourself, ain't you? you 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 really feeling yourself right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to 
have a discussion with someone I thought could discuss things that are connected to the community. So I just that's all I was doing. You feeling some kind of way, I can tell. It's okay. I will say this, because, you know, I, I, yes. tend to, I tend to shop more online um, yes. these days than going into a store, because clearly there are no stores that are to my satisfaction. Um, but I tend to shop more with the more black-owned. Okay. I tend to shop more with them. Um, I follow a lot of them on my Instagram. And, and I will say this. They have handled some good customer service. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have. They, like, I'm gonna give an example. Um, Rue 107. Most people don't know, but it is black owned. And even though their prices are a little pricey, um, I had an experience where I ordered the dress on like a Monday. It said it would be to me by. No, I take that back. I ordered it on a Thursday, and it said it would be to me by that Wednesday of the next week. Well, when I looked, pending, 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 and I was like, why is this pending? So on that Monday morning, I called them, and I let them know, hey, I ordered this product in a good amount of time for me to receive it by the event that I'm having on Saturday. And she was like, well, I see it here. She said, I don't know why it's pending. She said, but I will fix it, and you'll have your item by Wednesday. My item did arrived you, on Wednesday, and she, and she shipped it for free. That's what so I'm talking about. she gave me my shipping back, and she shipped it for free. So I was like, you know, that made me want to shop more with them. Okay, they're pricey, but I'm willing to shop more with them because I know if I have an issue, the customer service is going to be awesome. You see what the I mean? Item, you know, the second item that I purchased, it was on back order. And on the website, it didn't say it was on back order. So when they realized it was on back order, it was like a mind that their hours are like Monday through Friday. And so on Sunday evening, I received an email that said, we just realized that your item is on back order. You will receive it by such and such a date. Your shipping has been refunded, and we're going to send it two days and versus the normal shipping of the seven to nine days. She said once we receive it, you'll receive it in two days of us receiving it. I got it. So that type of experience for me was good with our people. I had no problem at all shopping with them. And they're just well. They do have a storefront in New York, and my it's coming from New York to North Carolina. You know, it's gonna take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I'm very certain. I've been very satisfied with my online experiences more than I've been with some of my in-store experiences with certain companies and people. But so they want you to come back. Those numbers look good on them as just as much as somebody walking into a store. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, they day, live for people's reviews, too. The, exactly. Word of mouth. Exactly. Like, 
the other day there was this guy in my um in my complex and um he had went and bought an ounce of weed down the block and it wasn't really? no good. So when he bought it back, the guy refunded it to him. All his money, it was it was, he was like <laughs> He was like, This is such this great in, business ethics. This was in Colorado, right? This is <laughs> this all happened in Colorado where it is legal to purchase marijuana. I don't know if it was in Colorado, but it was black on. <laughs> Too funny. But you I know, good word of mouth travels just guy. as far. <laughs> good word of mouth also travels just as far as bad word of mouth, and it yes, bad it word of mouth get there quicker. I will tell yeah. you that. So but that's yeah. why we have to be careful about how we do things. And it's a two way street. Like, you know that did it all. Yeah, I've seen it. But we got to be willing to share those things. You know, when we have a good experience, we have to share those things. When we have a bad experience, we need to share those things, too. So it's a two-way street as much as, you know, like one one thing I definitely try to do is when I find some place that's, that's, that's good, I go there and to make sure they're good, and then I'll tell people about them. I'm like, listen, I got to go to such a thing. I got to, and things of that nature. So, I mean, I try to spread the word, but sometimes we want to keep things to ourselves. Or we want to, you know, not necessarily promote that, but you tell somebody you went to Macy's in a second. You know what I mean? Right. So, so we need so to have that same urgency. Here's my next question. Do you think in doing that, we should also make, like, an extra effort to support them? And I mean, like, all right, so this place has opened up, and so – I want to support because I, I think that sometimes we don't support enough out-of-the-box um, experiences when they are our own community, in our own community. So there's this cereal bar here. and um, You said a cereal bar? That's a cereal so bar. so much fun. Yeah. And, and I love what the family is doing, like, it's a cereal bar. You can, you know, get a bowl of cereal, and it's a self-kind-of-serve station with the cereal in containers and the milk on the wall in containers. But she also does um, a frozen yogurt where you can have a little toppings, has a topping buffet. And then um, also she has, um, you know, little sandwiches that you can also, you know, for the parent that maybe doesn't want a bowl of cereal but wants a croissant with sausage or something. She has those too. And so I love the idea that it's something different. I think a lot of the times in the area that I live, the little area I live in, we complain a lot about there not being anything different for us to do or for our kids to do. So I love it. So, you know, I make a point to go and take kids or, you know, I make a point to to do something over there so that I'm giving her some money. And I don't mean giving her some money. I mean I'm getting whatever she's providing the service as well. But instead of let's go to Baskin-Robbins or Brahms, let's run over here and you get frozen yogurt from her. I'd rather give her my money. And um, I noticed that the other day, you know, she's got a tetherball set out there and she's got um, she's putting up a volleyball net and just a lot of things to um, 
to make it a family-oriented space, just have people there. And the first thing that we say, of course, is that frozen yogurt is so expensive. I mean, come on, people. Really? I bet you don't say it when you drop your butt into the cold stone. The cold stone, right, because they're not cheap. No. I was like, you know, that that's my thing. That's that's what I want to see less of. I want to see less of um, us not taking advantage of trying to do things out of the box and bring something into our community that we haven't seen and allowing it to thrive rather than snub it out and say, well, that frozen yogurt with the spice, I can buy some cereal and eat cereal at home. I mean, those kind of things, are just, I'm, I cringe when I hear that. So, you know, do you do you feel like we owe it to our communities to go out of our way to to be, be patrons of, of whatever it is that they're selling? Yes, we do owe it to us if that is our objective, you know. Um, if you want as a whole to live a certain way, then yes, you have to invest in yourself. You have to Investing. do that, bottom line. That's the word. That's it. I love it. That's it. You're investing. You're investing in your community through these services. Because you know what the alternative is? Is that there is no money in your community, and then your community becomes dilapidated. Things start to look old and vacant and poor. Is that what dilapidated means? That's what I said. Okay. No, I, I, I just need a point of clarity. I mean, I, just, I mean, I wanted to answer. You asked me that question. I wanted to answer. That's what I. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I just go. know the other words you said: old and run down and poor. I don't really know that I it. I, I ain't do too good on my SATs. If it's anything that I know, if there's anything that I know about you, brother Ron. You're very educated. You ain't never lie, Mama. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm. Mm. But you know what? But you ignorant. We also. I'm ignorant than a mom. (laughs) 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 We also gotta look at it from the standpoint as consumers to these establishments. We have to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes they're not going to get the same prices as somebody who's in a trade group, as somebody who's been doing it for 30 years, as somebody who's buying a bigger quantity. They're not going to get the same prices. So we they're not going to get the lease, the, uh, the, that um, brick and mortar store, the same prices. They're not going to get Thank certain things. Thank you for things. saying that. I, I'm going to tell you why I'm thanking you for saying that. Because now you have cleared up what somebody was saying earlier today, but I didn't get it. You know, everyone doesn't speak about things the same way. And this businessman was trying to say what you just said. And the way he said it, I was like, oh, that's an excuse. It didn't come. Now I get it. Because he was trying to, he started out saying, well, we have to price, we have to overprice our stuff because we have to deal with racist people. But what you just said is probably where he was going. Because he doesn't get the same pricing because he's not the big corporation buying in bulk and 
He doesn't distribute what he's purchasing all across the, the nation, so he's having to pay more, which means he has to then charge more. That's what he's probably trying to say. Thank you for saying that. I hate you, but thank you. I mean, that's what it is. There was a um a documentary I watched, uh, and it was featuring a well not featuring, but it was um highlighting a particular product, um a, a business called Kazor. I think they, their name is, and they're an African American black owned um hair care product, and they make like um irons and and like heating rods and all kind of shit that y'all use for your hair. Um, and they were trying to get put in the catalog that all of the, you know, distributors get into so they can sell their product. And they was realizing that it was dominated by Koreans. And they was like, you know what? You can't get your product in that. So now the people who are buying the products from that magazine, you're not even an option. And then once they put you in, they put you in because they want to look at your product so they can duplicate it at half the price and then price you out. You know what I mean? So it's like, they're selling the same thing you're selling at a discount, and, and it's, it's driving them out of business. Yeah, my 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 product is is, is the shit, definitely. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm definitely right. a high quality, but I have to now charge twenty six percent more than I normally would. Uh, I I got to charge fifteen percent more because I have to care for this overhead. I have to care for these you know these expenses that I have that this other business don't have. And as consumers, we got to say, you know what? I'm gonna bite this bullet. I'm going to pay you $12 for this $10 item. I'm going to do that. Now, am I going to give you this $12? I'm going to tell you I'm giving it to you because I want to help you so that once you do get to that point, you recognize a true customer and you do the right thing. But if, if we're not thinking there, we're not going to see that, and we need to see that in my estimation. Right. And, you know, um, I was. it's so funny to say. It's so funny that men are so... Okay, I ain't going to give y'all that compliment. Never mind. But I was talking to a guy, and it was so funny. He was trying to find me a black-owned booty. booty, booty. <laughs> booty. A black-owned booty. You need a black-owned booty. <laughs> a black-owned beauty supply. You but, should have been live um, for that, telling everybody you need a black-owned booty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway. So, so, um, but yeah. So he, and then he went on to explain to me how, in the industry, especially the the hair and uh, the products for hair, um, because of I guess their, I don't know if it's their, I don't know what the the connection is. I don't know. It's it's something to do with the trade that the Korean owned businesses had a trade that couldn't be duplicated. Like everybody wasn't allowed to use whatever distributor they used. So even so so when they're getting things for very cheap prices and then able to stock their stores and sell them at discounted prices, the same type of business owned by a different race wasn't allowed in that trade. They weren't allowed to purchase from this distributor. And so that became an issue. It's almost like they were um, monopolizing in our community, the industry, because 
our black-owned beauty supply couldn't compete with their pricing. So you, you know, know one way they people, do that: catalogs in the different in, in their native language. Hmm. So, so you're looking at the catalog, you're like, I don't even know what word this is. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? How am I going to order this? Am I ordering a dozen or a gross? I don't know, but it's $9,000. And I'm not about to make a $9,000 purchase without knowing what I'm buying. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you do when, when you got to jump over this obstacle? So now, okay, you find out what it means. Then they see where you're shipping it, where they're shipping it to. You know what I mean? And now you got to worry. I mean, there's all kind of things you have to worry about. But this is the uphill battle that we fight, and we can't stop fighting. You know what I'm saying? We just have to realize it's a battle and dig a little deeper and give that extra four, five, six dollars. Mm-hmm. Put up with the little girl with the attitude in the back because you got to realize she don't realize that she's messing up a big thing back there. We got to put up with the little dude who's slow because we got to realize he don't realize that he's messing up a good thing. They don't realize that because they're looking at it from a perspective of I got a little job. It's paying me a little six, seven hours an hour, whatever it is, paying them after school money, um, um, get your hair done money, sneaker money, whatever it is that, that, that you may be making. Maybe it's even paying your bills. I don't know. But they're not looking at it from a perspective of business ethics. They're looking at it from a nine to five. We can't afford to look at for nobody that's looking at a business ethic because we can't pay them what we need to pay them. So, I mean, now as consumers, maybe we work with them, meet them where they at. Yo, what's going on, little brother? Can you do me a favor? I'm, I'm, I'm in a rush. Can you hurry up a little bit? I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, sister, you know what? I came in here and I was I was in a good mood. You, you're trying to bring me down. I'm going to need you to smile a little bit for me. You, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like work with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we could just, you know, just be content with what we got and keep getting it. Yeah, you know, I try to, I try to make sure if I, if I ever have a uh, experience that I'm not proud of, I try to make sure I let that person know what, you know, what it was. I, I try not to be like, oh, I just don't mess with them no more. I try not to be like, uh, don't use them, they're dirty, you know. I try not to do that. Right. I try to say, you know, so-and-so, when you clean my gutters, thank you. However, you left this one a little shaky, we got a storm, and it completely fell. And I had to pay to have that put back up, you know. So maybe you might need to make sure that you, check those things or maybe you need to take your customer out and you guys check it together so that you don't get accused of that. You know, I try to offer solutions because, you know, we're all vulnerable in some aspect in, in our dealings with people. So, I mean, even when, because one of the things that I hate is customer service and it's also something that's becoming like a lost art. And, even when I have to say, okay, let me talk to the manager because I try to talk to whomever and it's not working, I try to build in, you know, a conversation with the person. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to talk to your manager, but let me tell you why. 
because I, I, I just need you to know. I, it's just it's for me, for me personally. I need them to understand that I'm not the petty booze who just came in here and wants to talk to your manager because that's what I do. I want. See, I that's want that to bullshit though. Good. That's that bullshit. Why you got to talk to my manager? Though? If, you, if you if you talking to me, why you got to talk to my manager too? And but if you go talk to my manager, not, then I don't want to hear your voice because my manager go talk to me later anyway. So I got to hear this shit twice. Because it's, it's obviously not working when we talk to you. But How you know? You ain't, but, but you ain't talked to me before. Be Why you just can't talk to me? Why you got to tell my boss? Why you got to run to the man? See, that's some real house nigga shit right there. That's the, oh. <laughs> 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 okay, I, okay. So let me let me ask this. Why that's you an educator in me. Let me talk and calm the damn That's the educator in me. And that's how I am. If I'm gonna tell on you, I'm gonna tell you why I'm telling on you. That's that's my thing. I do it with kids. If I'm gonna send you to the principal, hold on, let me tell you why I'm sending you to the principal. I don't. But why you gotta tell on me though? Why 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 we can't fix this? But if it's at the point where I'm doing that, I've already tried. And and I don't know if it's a it's it's one of those things where you have to be in a position to understand. But if I've already tried to work with you, and it's I'm coming up at a loss, like you continue to not okay. understand what okay. I'm trying to do or I'm not getting anything, I need to explain to you that this is why I'm going to the next level on that. And that's just my obligation as a person. That's how I feel. If I'm okay. going to, that's just how I feel. Because you keep, especially we keep giving the same answer, and I keep saying, no, that's not what happens. You know, and a lot of times that happens when you're trying to get a discount because you have a coupon or whatever, and they're like, I can't take that. Well, why can't you take it? I can't take that. Well, if you're going to keep telling me the same thing, and you're not going to have a conversation with me about why, I'm telling you right now. I'm not to talk to manager because what I'm reading and what you're saying, they don't line up. So I'm going to go talk to your manager, and we'll see which one of us is actually going to either get this discount or not. You know, I mean, that's my thing. Because I need you to know. I need you to know. I'm right, going to be question. on the other end. Oh, Wait, quick question. Was that a black-owned business you was in? For me, that's anybody, yeah. that's anybody I deal with. That's anybody I deal with. No, you didn't answer my question. Was that a black-owned business? That was just a scenario. Oh, so now you're making up shit. You see what I'm saying? Now you're making up shit. I'm thinking this is something that was real. <laughs> <I'm terrible. laughs> no, I said, for example, you idiot. Now she's freestyling. Now she's freestyling. She, oh, man. She she was like, no, but this really happened to me, and I got, I caught acid up. I had a heart oh attack. God, I didn't oh. tell you that. You don't listen Now she's well. like, no, it was make-believe. It was it, it, it was in Disney World. Shit the fuck. You don't listen well. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off in my Please don't. <laughs> And this is me looking at it from the other side of the perspective as the person who's telling you that they can't do something. A lot of times when people can't do something, it's because of a policy or procedure that has in place that protects the whatever company. Um, so if I say I can't do something, it's not because I don't want to. It's not that. It is because this how this system is set up, it's not going to allow me to do that, and I'm not about to, you know, go back and forth with you about something that I'm I'm not capable of doing, and no one else in this company is capable of doing because that is a policy and that is a procedure. Um. So, and then it also boils down to even if I explain it to you why I can't do it, did you listen to my explanation? 
Because if you turn around and you ask me the same question again, you didn't listen to anything that I said. So you have to also kind of look at it from that perspective as well. Like, if they're saying that they can't do something and it's not they don't want to, you know, maybe the reason why they can't take that coupon is because you decided to come two days after the fact of it expiring and we can't take that coupon. I'm not that chick. I can't read this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can't take that coupon. I've been behind that chick and wanted to say lady, really. (laughs) But... Yeah. And you or you come up with your Groupon and you say, Well, I bought this Groupon online, but ma'am, Groupons do expire at a certain time. Did you look at the details of it? I'm sorry. We right. can't take your Groupon today. You need to talk to right. Groupon or you just gonna chop it up and look, I lost twenty dollars on something. <laughs> See now this is what I'm talking about. I can tell, by the way, Maj, that everything she said, that that is a bridge she has crossed before. She wasn't freestyling. She wasn't making no shit up. She was, she, she was, when she said policy and procedure, I was like, yup, she said that 8,437 times. I wow. knew it right off back. Off back, you can tell. So she wasn't freestyling talking about if I have a receipt, if I'm at the cash register, if you have a manager. She was, she was very specific. Really? You know exactly Are you serious about. right now? Are you serious right now? You should stop and maybe kind of <laughs> contemplate where you're going with this because you're starting to sound like a bullshitter. Uh, I'm, like, no, I'm starting to sound like Mr. Moore Books. <laughs> no, because I specifically said, for example, <laughs> meaning that after that phrase, hits an example. Do you get it now? Do you get it? But we thought it was you know a what? real you know example. Not, not, not a never, never land. We didn't know it was like you know a made-up example. You we know thought what it was I'm a real example. You know, you might give an example, too, but her example so, was real. Yours was You do know this is a black-owned business. So what I'm going to do is... She was boxing. You was I'm WWE. I'm going to your supervisor because <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation with you already. You see how we're at the same place? We started, so we're not getting anywhere. So, but you are you my can. supervisor, so you go, that's all you do exactly. is talk to yourself. So shut <laughs> up. This is your supervisor speaking. Shut the hell up. As HR, as HR, I'm going to step in. <laughs> HR, would you please tell him to shut the hell up? Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> you can write it in some fancy words. Say policies and procedures or something. He appreciates those words. <laughs> She said she went to poor rank because I called on her bullshit. She was making fake make believe fairy tale stories. You know what I'm saying? Breaking up shit. Somebody needed to audit her bullshit, and I'm the IRS today. How about that? Ron, can you shut up and tell us about your two businesses? All right, well, you got to give me a second. Hold on, let me pull it up. Why are you ain't got your notes ready? Why? Out of compliance. Why are you not prepared to work? Out of, yeah, she's not prepared. Out of compliance. There got to be something for that. There's got to be something for that. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. That's not nice at all. While oh, you're looking for that, while we were talking about receipts and stuff, I think it just burns me up
I think, like, especially if you're, not, you're like, especially if it's, like, let's say you went to a black-owned furniture store or whatnot, and they sell appliances, and something happened with your appliance, don't you think you need to, should have kept your receipt for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the people don't keep receipts. And it's like, you know, and then on the receipt, it clearly says how how long you have to return it, if you need to return it, if they have a lemon law in your state. It says these things. Why y'all? See, what you are, are you you are an experienced buyer, and that's what you are. So you realize as an experienced buyer that there's certain things that it's in your best interest to do. One of those things is keep receipts if you paid over a certain amount of money for something. One of them things is maybe to keep those receipts in a centralized place. One, you know what I mean? Like certain things that you do because you are an experienced buyer. Everybody who buys things isn't an experienced buyer, so they don't realize that. So policy for everybody, or do you make it only for experienced buyers or only for inexperienced buyers? Like, like what, do you, what do you do? If you make it for no. inexperienced buyers, an experienced buyer could fit in that. But if you do it the other way around, that's where you have issues. Now, I understand that, that the business, they worry about themselves. But some people just don't know no better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people just, they, they just don't know. They ain't never bought no shit. They ain't got nothing in their name. They don't know how that works. So, I mean, again, it's, it's a little bit of empathy that both sides have to have. As a business owner, you got to be empathetic to that person who's coming in only got $8 to spend, and it's $8.13. You gotta be in I mean, I can give you person. thirteen cents. I can give you thirteen cents, but why you ain't got your receipt for stuff? That's what I'm because saying. I threw it Even away. Even if you have to return, you have to what? I, I'm saying sometimes I go in my pocket and I see a piece of paper and a napkin, and I throw them both away, and I'm like, damn, that was that receipt. You know, something that happens to me sometimes. Maybe I'm the jerk that you're talking about. I don't know, but you might be because I, mean, I don't understand. I, you know what? And my friends think it's so bad because I look at every time I look at my receipt, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what this receipt is. Okay, I can chuck that if I don't need it. But okay, this is it, that receipt for those shoes that I bought. So I need to keep this just in case I don't wear these shoes and I do need to return these within 30 days. But a lot of times I don't return shoes, so I end up throwing it away anyway. But it's just, you know, <laughs> it's just me. I don't return shoes. That I don't do. She said, "I don't Wait. return shoes." Is that like did, did your mother teach you that too? Well, I just like shoes, so a lot of times oh. if I buy them, I don't bought them because I like them, and I'm not returning them. I ain't mad at that. And I'm not a frivolous buyer. I, if I if I spend my money on said item, I probably will keep said item. You know, but it's very rare that I return anything. I think the last thing I returned was like I exchanged. I didn't return. I well, I exchanged the dresses for a different color. I was like, oh, I don't like this color. Okay, I'm gonna go back and get the other color again. It was kind of like that. So, yeah. Okay, so now I'm with more books. Um, to answer your question. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, so, uh-uh. so, so first and foremost, the first like. Well, hold on, hold on. First and foremost, let's not call me more books. Let's not what? Let's not call me more books. Oh, let's not call you that. No. I'm sorry, I won't call you that anymore. 
Um, I Is there anything in particular you want me to call you? Because I, you know I got a couple names. A couple? I hate your name. Jesus Christ. I hate your name. No, this, this Shamor is fine. Shamor works. Shamor works. Just Shamor is fine. But that's not showing the proper level of respect. That, that's not showing the proper level of respect that you, a woman in your position deserves. I'm not in any position. I'm sitting down in a chair. That's no that is a position. position. That, that is definitely people, it. It's, I mean, it's nothing special. <laughs> there are oh a whole lot of people sitting down in chairs right now. There's nothing special about sitting down in my chair. I'm not, so sitting, I'm not sitting down in a chair. I'm walking around. Shamor. Shamor. But that don't roll off the tongue as as eloquently as Miss Moore Miss Moore books. Just Shamor. Shamor works fine. Just 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 enough. Just Shamor. Nothing special. <sighs> Missy Poo? Can I go with Missy Poo? What's it? how's Missy Poo? Missy Poo. Hey Missy Poo. Can, 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 can I do that? Sounds like a puppy. No, I'm I, I veto that one. Did you not call me names like you would a puppy? That not necessary. You sound like a talking baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl. Now you sound like a pimp. You go from a puppy to a pimp. That's a P2OT. Let me go to a pastor and call you sister. There are two businesses that I want to shout out right now because they posted. Um, There is this wonderful forum on Facebook um, for black-owned businesses, and so I think you should do a search of groups, and this is an awesome group. I'll give you the specific name for it in, in a minute. But uh keep losing my connection. But it is something that you want to um, be a part of. And what it is is a network of black-owned businesses that do any range of things from cheer classes to construction, and they're all in here, and it's, convenient and easy to find. So check them out. But there are two that I want to shout out that posted on here, and they actually said what it was that they were doing. So I want to shout that out. Um, and then anybody else that would like to call in and shout your own businesses out, you're still welcome to do that. But Kimberly Anderson is saying that she's putting together a trip um, to the Memorial of Black Wall Street in Tulsa on July the 30th. So if you could get into that group and find Kimberly Rice Anderson, you can be part of that trip to Tulsa, party history. Uh, and then there is Tamika Tyler, who I've seen on various uh, posts in this group, and she does uh, public relations and marketing and um, firm catering. Uh, she's, a, she's a marketing firm that's catering to small businesses and entrepreneurs. So, that's something else that I, I've seen her be very present in this group. So check those ladies out and check out what they're doing. And it sounds like um, those two businesses can be used nationwide. It's not like you have to be in a certain location to use their services. So the name of the group is Black Owned Business Portal. And it is just that. It is a place where you can find any black owned business that you would like to utilize. So check it out. Back to you, Ron, who up. is ignorant. No, that's what's that's up. That's definitely what's up. Black-owned business call. I'm is. definitely going to look into that. Please. Um, I, I will try to add you, but we were having problems adding people because it was growing so rapidly. 
Okay, that's a good excuse. Let's go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, like um, <laughs> so firstly, firstly, the first thing I want to do is is I want to tell everybody about you know myself. Um, go Amazon, Regime Publications for real, brother Ron. So y'all want to help a black man get some business done? Y'all can start with me. How about that? Um, but me aside and out the way. There's two businesses that I definitely know of that are um, staples of the Bronx, New York, so it's in the Bronx, New York. Same family owns both businesses, same block. 1814 is the barbershop. Who's next are you? It's the name of the barbershop. 1824, right down the block, is the restaurant Eat Like Me. Black-owned businesses, they do more than just cut hair and, and, and cook food staples of the community, places where children can grow up in, grow up around, feel safe, things of that nature. So I definitely want to shout those two out. Um, 1814 Cedar, 1824 Cedar, West Side of the Bronx, definitely get you looking right and get you fed. Lastly, there's a brother, Project Independence Day, um, Carlton Jones. We came up, we shot a few scenes. Um, was it yesterday? Day before? Day before yesterday? We shot a few scenes for that Somebody movie. Somebody put you in a movie? That's not nice. That's not yeah. nice. That's not nice at all. I hope it was a but, horror um, movie. No, actually, the, the 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 concept of the project is, um, what does it look like for your community to be free of racism and white supremacy? What does that end result look like? They put See, this you is what in I'm there? talking about. This you is why we never get along. Part. You must have been in the first part. Like, what it and what's the should first not part? look like. That was a should not look like part. Like, Ooh. So I was the negative as opposed to the positive. Yeah. Imaj, you yeah. see why me and her would never get along? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to get along, though. I mean, it's nobody pays us to get along. I've not gotten a check for getting along with you yet. So I'm not making it a priority. All right. Say no more. No more okay. sex. But, yeah, no, but those are the places that I would like to shout out, you know, definitely quality establishments, definitely, you know, good movements. You know, um, the brother, as I said, he was up here two days ago from Philly shooting. And um, there's also, well, it's, it's not now. It took uh, the rest of the summer off. But um, at the place we were at in Harlem, New York, uh, Raw Space, they have an African Liberation School. So it's not a business, but it definitely is a place that you can um, to go to network, that you can go to get some education, get some culture, things of that nature. It's something that needs to be supported by us, more importantly. Yes. I also want to shout out my girl, Carla Holly, who listens to our show and it's tickled because Ron is stupid. Um, but she has been, been my mentor here lately in um, pushing me to do some things that I kind of want to do. And she is uh entrepreneur and owns her own business, a couple of them, a few of them, and definitely is a networker. She loves to do collaborative events which means that she gets to spread the love, and she spreads the love, and I love that about her. 
Um, so I'm shouting you out, but I don't know what to shout you out for. I don't know what to shout you out for the purple chair that does all the wonderful events, or do I shout you out for having a, um event center that is something that we need in our community and we don't have enough of uh, for helping me out and pointing me in the right direction and giving me that little push to go ahead and do some things that I kind of been dreaming of doing. It's just fabulous all the way around. So I'm starting to call her out because she practices what she preaches. If she tells you to do something, it's because she's already done it. She's not trying to sell you down the river and watch you drown. So shout-out to Carla and the social arts event room. That's what's up. Shout-out to Carla for all those reasons, but don't shout-out to her because she called me stupid. That ain't. That ain't nice, Carla. She thinks that you're funny. Like she actually, like she might. Oh, be she a meant fan the other stupid. She meant the O O O stupid, not the U stupid. Oh, okay. No, no, okay, no, no the O O O stupid. She she thinks that you're funny. Like she. Oh, okay, when you're okay. Well, then, well, then, shout out to Carla. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she shouldn't really like you. I keep trying to tell her not to. See, I, I can tell by the name that's good people. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of who, because I like to use black-owned businesses. Um, I do. I, I mean, there's certain staples of the community um, up here, you know, in Brooklyn. There's a place that I, when we was um, doing the conference two years ago, there was a place that helped us um, with the advertising and things of that nature. Um, and Mashu is a um, a black-owned clothing store in Brooklyn um, on Fulton Street staple of the community. So there's definitely places that have been around for years, places that that we need to not just, you know, go to because we want to uh, 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 buy something for ourselves, but, you know, take other people there, you know, spread the love. Right. Buy, buy, buy a gift there, buy a present there, go Christmas shopping there, you know what I mean? Right. That was good, Ron. You, well, I had, you had a good three minutes. Good three minutes. You know how many times women told me I had a good three minutes. Oh my God! You <laughs> Oh my God! How many times I heard that in my life? Oh my God! Hey, Maz, bring it back. Come on, bring it back. Where you okay, So I have some. I have one that I would like to share. I would like to share the unnamed bakery. That's the name of it. Okay. Um, it's and it is owned by my friend Risha Reed, well, Risha Hanny, and she specializes in vegan desserts as well as gluten-free desserts, and she also has, you know, regular desserts as well, but her bakery specializes in those things, and it's such an awesome bakery. I support her and because, you know, I, I have a gluten intolerance. So, yeah, it's something that caters to those of us who are African-American who have those issues. So, yeah, she's really, she's super awesome, very professional. And then I would like to also acknowledge the BIT Consulting Group who, that is owned by Tanya McFremen, and they are, they help start our own businesses. So she is a consultant group to help people start their own small business. Okay. That's what's up. 
I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, so we were supposed to have a few more callers, and I'm not sure because Blog Talk does what it wants to do. So I'm not sure if I knocked them off when I got knocked off or whatever. We already know what you're Shut up. So we might have to do this uh, shout-out thing again because I know that I have some issues on my end. Um, That's okay. Uh, It's okay. Um, We'll we'll come back and revisit that thing again. Um, I'm also going to shout-out my my brother's um, wife who has a dance um, studio, and I want to shout her out on Point Movement. Um, and she absolutely works in her own studio, but she also does some work in the community, like the uh, rec centers and does some cultural classes in different communities. So shouting her out because that's the only way. Um, what else? Who else? I'm thinking. I want to get people I know. I, I was in the um, in the form, the group forum, group whatever you want to call it, and I was looking at how people were just coming in after they've been added and just saying, "I need a person that does this. I need an attorney. I need, a, you know, I want a black attorney or I want a black mechanic." Or and people were, it was like droves. Like I know one. I know one. I know one. I want. And I think that's so awesome. But. Alone, we didn't know any of that stuff. So look at community. Look how community can care for itself. But if we don't build those communities and we keep just having neighborhoods, that's how we miss out. You know, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking about somebody and they don't have a business or they don't have a movie. Um, well, they they are not. They they are, yeah they do write, so I guess they they have self published. But there's a um a family I know in Florida, and the young lady has an organization called LifeNet Families, and what they do is they just like you were saying about the community, they help the community, and it's a it's a feeding program. So um everybody you can go online, LifeNet, the number four families, and um check it out. They definitely um have a program down there that needs to be supported, that needs to be publicized, that needs to be given the energy that you have to give it. So mm-hmm. give them a shout. Melanie Gettys down at Life Now for Families. It's um it's definitely something that's interesting going on. We need to check it out. Okay. You should probably post that so people can see. Yeah, I might do that. I might not. I don't know. Yeah, you're ignorant. You probably won't. Um, ignorant. Ignorant. It's a difference in the pronunciation. I did. I made sure to pronounce it like the one that doesn't have any damn thing. Right. That's the one I am. Right. Wow. Precious Lord. Thank you, thank you. Um, I chose not to because I, I want to say this uh, before we go off the air here in a few minutes. I chose not to um, spend time talking about um the murders, because you said the what happened. The murders. All right. I mean, you're an educator. Educator, you know that was an assassination. Those were assassinations. 
we need to stop making excuses and using the wrong terminology just because we've heard other people use it. You know what I mean? Let's call a spade a spade. If they want to house things in certain terms, we don't have to use those same terms. You know what I mean? That wasn't a murder. <laughs> that was an assassination. Those were. But pardon okay, me. Okay, and then for, for everybody, for, no, no, for everybody that is saying what the hell is what I'm talking about, go ahead and explain the difference because I'm sure that is part of the reason that we don't say things the way that we should. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not quite sure what you're asking, but so I, I, I would you say. the difference in saying a murder and an assassination. Tell people what the difference is. Okay, um, I'm I'm a little more sure what you're asking now, and I'm totally clear that you said it with attitude. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 I got clarity on two See, points. I appreciate you. Yeah, the attitude definitely. Listen, they shot it right through. Point well made. All right, I get that black woman's ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> murder. All right, you know what? How about this? Let me not freestyle. We got a hot second. Let me look up the definition of it. How about that? I'm looking at it. it. I want you to tell me what it is. I'm looking at it. All right, so then read it, God damn it. You know I ain't got my glasses on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you got it. You're fast finger Sally over there. Hand me your business, man. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been looking at it. But anyway... Okay, so I looked up assassination. Of course, it says act of assassinating. So I'm looking up at assassinate. And it says to injure or destroy unexpectedly or treacherously or to murder by sudden or secret attack, often for political reasons. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so then you so, answered my question that you have for me. I ain't got to answer no, it I now. Didn't. Thank you. No, I didn't because the word murder was in the definition. Well, when I look at murder, so I see murder. from Merriam-Webster, it says the crime of deliberately killing the person. And then it says something that is a very premeditated killing of one human being by another. And this one specifically says premeditated, which I think fits a whole lot more. To kill right. someone unlawfully with premeditation. So that means if I am going to kill black people every time I pull them over, that's premeditated. That is murder. All right, so then what does assassinate say? Well, you make up your mind. And assassinate says that it is to kill someone, usually for political reasons, Um, to injure or destroy unexpectedly and treacherously, to murder. I think murder was a better fit because I do think it's premeditated. So we we can go round and round here. We can go round and round here. Anyway, I didn't talk about those today because I was feeling, I, I really think that our community as a whole suffers from PTSD. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe I shouldn't say this. And, and, and it's you too late that I started. But you, you know I'm trying to type and assassinate, and I couldn't spell the shit right. <laughs> oh, Lord. God. Oh, my God. What did he – I'm afraid of what I he typed so in. I was I, – <laughs> Did you say I'm so God? He, he, what did he 
he typed something stupid, and I know he did. My bad. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I what? apologize. Continue what you were saying. What I'm not even going to tell you what I typed. <laughs> you didn't type groceries, did you? I typed wallet. I'm thinking groceries. I'm thinking you typed ass and ate. Right. Somebody there ate ass. Exactly. Oh, my God. Because it's Ryan. I mean, now I wouldn't put that past him. You don't put that past him. Anyway, I Please do think our community suffers. I'm, I'm doing that. I do think our community as a whole suffers from PTSD. I think we have um, post-traumatic stress disorder because there are so many things that we are exposed to, and it doesn't always get addressed. It's not like we're all going to therapy when we see these horrible murders or experience these trials that don't um, – results in any consequences, and it's only so much of the those layers that you can continue to lay on someone before they start to suffer from all of that um, pressure or the stress related to it. And I think because it had almost become a norm, like when I saw those videos, I was angry, but my mind really went to they're not going to even get any consequences. Do you know what that says? That says that I'm so desensitized that I did not feel, oh, my God, this man is dying in this car. Oh, my God, that baby's in the back seat. I wasn't even feeling that. I was already at the end result. They're not going to get any consequence for killing this, this innocent man. Desensitized. Not really desensitized. I think we're numb. And I think we're numb to those things because it's almost like we expect it. I mean, we've had five days. Nobody got shot. Somebody's getting shot tomorrow kind of like our mindset. So I didn't want to talk about all of that because I spent a lot of time there just in the last few okay. days. How about this? But I, what, what we didn't spend a lot of time doing, we, we always get to this part where we say, let's have a conversation. We need to talk about racism. We need to have a sit down. We need to talk about it. And I don't think we need to stay there either. What I want is to get to the point of what is the behavior that comes from a successful conversation about racism. What do you do next? When you get up from that table, what do you go do tomorrow? And that's where I want to be. So in my mind, we needed to talk about actions that are more positive for our community. So that's why I wanted us to talk about supporting our black businesses, talking about economics in our in our uh, community, because I think it's important that we look at what can we do now? What can we do today? What can we do tomorrow? Um, because this whole racism conversation can be had by one or two people and affect the masses like many of us are waiting for an immediate change. And it's not going to happen like that. But there are some things that we can start to work on immediately and other things within our community that we can for those changing. It's, you know, like supporting our own businesses or even knowing where our businesses are. What do we do well? Who does what? Just bridging those, standing the, everybody says, standing the gap. Someone to stand the gap a little bit. How can I bring a collective group of people to talk about something that's worthy of support? So that was why they want to get into the conversation about all the assassinations and murders. I wanted to talk about what can we do today or tomorrow that is going to affect our community? That was a shot, Imaj. That, 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 that was a shot, that assassinate murder. That was a shot. She was going to shot at me. 
Stop taking it so personal. All right, my bad. No oh, one created you right there. Right there. Nobody's I was trying to be inclusive. She's going to make you my. All right, so now, to, to that point, y'all probably heard me say this before. There's two ways you can look at every situation, powerless, powerful, okay? What it sounds like when you went right to the verdict, you were looking at it in a powerless um, perspective because if we had in place our own mechanism to hand out justice, to give some kind of um, 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 discipline whether it be physical or whether it be shaming, whether it be ostracizing, whatever it may be that we could give out as a community, have our own media outlets and put his pictures or whoever officers or whatever person that gets off what we feel they shouldn't get off. If we had an outlet to do that, then we could say, okay, even if he get off there, we still can do this and we still look at it powerfully as opposed to powerlessly. So I'm with you what that comes from, as you were saying, those dialogues. But just more than those dialogues, the action after the dialogues. We talk a good one, but what are we doing? You know what I mean? So we got to get out there. We got to definitely get to the point where we talked about it. We flushed out the arguments. We got a game plan. Now we're going to plan our work, and then we're going to work our plan. So yeah. hopefully we have the, the working part. And we don't plan because we don't need to plan no more. Everything, you know, a hundred years ago, Marcus Garvey was telling us things that we should do. So, I mean, if this man was saying this then, why are we trying to reinvent the wheel? Start working. And and, and like you say, we want it overnight. That 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 pork chop you ate in 87 is the reason you have that heart attack today, not the one you ate yesterday. So, so I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, I realized how how much uh, a lot of that affected people, and they didn't realize it. Like, you know, I having had some of the the courses that I've had that that are focusing in on counseling and um, psychology, I, I look at people. I study people. That's like my it's a it's something I love to do. Just to, in a, in the real time study people. Sometimes I forget that I'm supposed to react because I'm studying people. Um, a few years ago when I lost my nephew, who was my heart, almost was numb because I was studying my sister and my brother and my mom. And I was trying to see like how they react, trying to gauge like what part of the grief cycle she in. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, fool, you need to step back. You're going to mourn too. How about, you know, start now. So uh, I get caught up sometimes in that and um, I had a friend who's been, she's my childhood best friend, but we live in different states now. And um, she contacted me through Facebook. And I don't know, I think it's just because we were so glued to our social media when all this was happening because we have each other's phone number. But um, I was probably posting something on my Facebook and she inboxed me and um it's just amazing how much we wear that we don't realize we wear. And she's talking to me. She's like, I just need a couple of, of minutes to just talk to me. And I was like, okay. So we're chatting on Facebook. And, um, and in her conversation, she's like, you know, I already go to therapy for 
stuff, so I already have a therapist, but I, I needed this. I needed to talk. I needed to get this out. And, and I had to step away and figure out, like, how am I supposed to receive this? Is she coming to me as my friend or is she coming to me and saying, give me some kind of other way of coping with this that, that my therapist maybe not giving me? So I just let her type, you know, I just let her talk to me. And um, just listening to what she was saying, I realized that there's so many of us that think that way because basically what she was saying is, my life hasn't been easy. Like, I've dealt with a whole bunch of shit in my life. Like, I, but I, when I had to go out and be an adult and take care of myself, I handled that. I left, I took care of myself, and I'm, you know, pretty, I was pretty happy with what I did for myself. And, and you know, her thing was, you know, I've dealt with stuff even in relationships or even as an adult, and I just dealt with it and moved on and did what I had to do. But this is different. And, I had to think about how many of us felt that way. And like you said, it was a powerless feeling because we've always been able to overcome those of us who are those go-getters and don't let things hold us down and, you know, we just take our obstacles and hurdle them and move on. And there are those of us who are like that. We just deal with the bullshit that we were dealt and we deal with it and move on. And this is one of those that we couldn't just go, let me put this on there, this Band-Aid, let me put this suture in, and let me just go on to the next thing. We couldn't fix it. And there are so many of us who, who like to be the voice of the solution, and there wasn't an easy one. And now let me ask you a question. Is it really a cut-in? Think there was an easy one person fix to the problem? I believe no. No, no, no. I'm not saying a, a, a fix. I'm saying you said we couldn't avoid it. I'm saying is it a couldn't avoid it or you didn't avoid it? You wouldn't avoid it. No, I'm saying like I purposely didn't watch the video of that man getting shot in the chest. And the only reason I watched the other ones because I walked in and it was being played. And I was like, damn. But I. I, I, I don't want that image in my psyche. I don't I don't need that negativity to know how negative my oppressor is. That you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't and, need and I, that extra But did you not know it happened? No, no, I'm, that, I'm, I mean after the fact like, I learned you, about you, it, absolutely. Right, but then look at how it was everywhere after you finally initially heard it. It was everywhere, it became all conversation or became a stigma around you, even if you weren't engaged in that conversation, it was by you. And I think it's one of those things where with this social media, when you do, like, think about how many of us, maybe not you because you're different, but how many of us are just frequently on our social media. If somebody tells us to sit in the waiting room, they'll be right with you. The first thing we do is take out our phone and just kind of pass the time by just scrolling through. There's so many of us that just pick up our phones and scroll through our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. And so it was everywhere. It was everywhere. We got off the show. I shut down the laptop in my study, walked into my bedroom, changed, got in the bed, picked up my phone to to scroll through, see if we had any comments on the video, and boom, there it was. I wasn't looking for it. In fact, I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch it the first time I saw it. I was like, I can't handle it because the Alton Sterling thing had already happened. But it's just like it's everywhere. So, yes, to a degree, I think we can avoid how much of it we take in, but I think you're going to get it anyway. It's going to be a residual from something just because of the the world we live in now. Yeah, you ain't never lost. 
you but know, we ain't got to be, you know, willing participants in it either. No, no, no. No, 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 not at all. Like, I choose not to share World Star videos. Have I seen some? Yes. I choose not to share them because I don't want to perpetuate it. I don't right. like to tell anybody that I've seen one, but I choose not to. And I didn't share either of those videos either because I know there are people that come on my page specifically to see what I'm talking about, and I didn't share those videos because I don't want them to get it from me. But... I just think about how rude sometimes people are, and they don't think it's rude, but people will show you what's on their phone. Hey, look at this. Have you seen this? And it's playing when they put the phone in your face. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to see that, you know. And right. so it's so I don't have no to... want for that. Yeah. And, and it's, so, it's so sad. And or people will find it and be like, they'll find it on your phone. Have you seen this? I don't want to see that, you know. I just think that we have lost the idea of privacy or it's not even privacy. It's just, I don't even know what you would call it, but. Decency? How about decency? I might have to agree with you on that one. It's gone, though. Whatever it is, it's, it's no longer. I said decency. I said okay. Oh, my bad. I, I thought you ain't, listen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There goes that tone again. I ain't, she said okay. I ain't here. I thought, you know, so, you know, her phone be breaking up. I ain't know if she heard what I said because it sounded like she didn't. So I was just repeating it. I was reiterating. I was echoing my sentiments. And here she go with all that, you know, that sassy Negro jibber-jabber. That's not necessary. First of all, why does it have to be sassy Negro jibber-jabber? I mean, and that's my point. Why does it like have to be that? Right. Why? No, why? Because... It could have been that, you know, you know you're getting up there in age. Maybe she had to say it a little bit louder so that you could hear it. What we're not going to do is have age jokes. That's what we're not going to do. Oh, oh, man, Moses, be quiet. Mm. I I refuse to argue with this guy. Carla thinks we still... (laughs) She thinks we need two hours. No, I think 90 minutes is pushing it, that nobody gets stabbed or anything. This guy? Did she call me this guy? Yeah, yeah. Did you want to be that guy? Trust me, trust me, trust me. I I am that guy. Trust me, I am. I can call you this girl. Hey, Mm. hey, hey, hey. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. You know, I got an answer for that, too. You know, I got an answer for that, too. I'd rather not tell I you, know. but, you know, I got an answer for that, too. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You've already tried to expose things in the office. No, oh, thank you. I was just, you know, letting y'all know about, you know, character. No, thank you, Richard. No, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk to you today, Richard. Rich. Oh my gosh, I hate him. Okay, so um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm done. I'm done. This this is over. This is so over. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, um, Nim, yes. part of the evening. Um, we're gonna have a better name. We're gonna have to name. You know what Nim stands for? Yeah, I don't know if y'all know. I mean, are we gonna let the audience know what Nim stands for? We can't really. We can't really say because. The answer for so many things. Well, from from my standpoint, you know, because you two are poor to them. 
because you know being civil and no being civil and the multi personality person you are. You are Shamor, but you're also part of them. Um. <laughs> so over time, you know, Imaj has had plenty of names, but you know what? Imaj sticks, so we gonna leave the E for Imaj. And, and, and then you know, no, because on more than one occasion, you know, I've been you know a Negro spiritual. So we got a Negro spiritual, we got Imaj, and we got more bullshit. Excuse me, miss more bullshit. Excuse me, yeah, let me say it that way. So that's what the names stand for. For those who didn't know, we went through this earlier. It was voted on. It was, it was, it was an affirmative vote. Oh, the yeas had it. Nobody asked you about that right now. This is my... You know what I'm, saying? I'm filibustering. I'm filibustering right now. Nobody asked you to talk. You don't have the floor. Well, I would like to lobby against you. Uh. <laughs> well, you could go in the lobby. How about that? How about you go in the lobby? And just sit down, sat down. That's how you say it. Go in the lobby and sat down. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We are going off the air at this time. Oh, my gosh. Ma'am. I have a suggestion, Um, Maybe we should allow the listeners to kind of come up with a new Shamora Ant. Okay, that may work, but what I'm going to need you to do in the future is not come up with ideas and say them like it's an 800 sex line number. (laughs) (laughs) In the future, unless that's the audience that we're pandering to. If that's the audience we're pandering to, you're going to let me know because I don't know if I really can go down that road with you anymore at this stage of my life. Um, But um, that sounded so real, you know what I'm saying, really? sex hotline. So, oh how about, like, for real, for real? <laughs> I get it, though. Oh I get it, though. You're looking, for, you're looking for followers. I I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to do oh. it. <laughs> really? Do you think that I'm supposed to get followers? <laughs> That's so ugly. That's so ugly. It's I'm saying though, you are so broken up. up with. You're so it's broken up with right now. All right, guys, we're getting off of here because Ron is stupid, and we're only subjecting ourselves to more stupid. Or well, how about a Ron sandwich? With I'm gonna throw up. Some more being the wheat bread and the mosh being the pumpernickel. Why she got to do hear that? That you should really do something. He said pump a nigger. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You should really nickel, do something. Nickel, not him. nigger. Nickel. What's uh, wrong with you? Oh, oh, now you want to enunciate. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm done, guys. This is it. Let's I'm done, up. <laughs> Ron, you can go eat a sandwich or something. I'm not eating right. a sandwich. I got a little something better than a sandwich to eat. How about that? Um, I'm, I'm scared. scared. I will go say. 
Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't talking about heat like that. I wasn't, well, maybe I was. But I'm out of here. Get ready to get out of here. I know know what's about to happen. Okay, someone took my wallet. Did you take my wallet? Mm-hmm. He knows who took it this time. He knows who took it this time. Right. That's not even right. funny. That's not even funny. Any time to end this, 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 this ride, any time to go. Oh, you yep. were ready to go a few seconds ago, now but now you're, you're ready, ready to go. go. <laughs> ready to clock out. Um, Before we go, though. I mean, I feel it's only appropriate that I, I don't know, you know, I heard you in the beginning, but it's only appropriate that I shout out Shakira Sean. Um, I appreciate, you know, the, 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 it started out as a, as a, uh, competitive thing between the two of us. And then it, you know, easily, you know, morphed into what it became. And, um, I appreciate the brother for everything that he's brought to the show, brought to, you know, to me to us, all that good stuff, and, um, you know, it's not a funeral, but it's a, um, it's a transition. How about that? Yep. Agreed. It's a loop. You're awesome. There are some reasons that I let you talk. That was really nice, and I love the way that you can support your own. I love that. That was beautiful. There you go, and here we are. All right, so... Bye, Nickel. Y'all got issues. Bye, Miss Trinidad. They don't realize how funny that is. They don't realize how funny. The people listening right now have no idea how funny that is. Since I was a kid, all I want to do is touch that thigh. Oh, God. I'm saying that's what Martin said. That wasn't me. I'm just, I'm just paraphrasing. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Oh, I can't even breathe. That's so like, funny. figure out who Miss Trinidad is on the show without nobody <laughs> there. Wait, she was, like, she was like, you ain't a kid no more, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Ron. Good night, Ron.